go to 1 John chapter 10. Let me show you what I was reading. Let me show you what I was reading. Just showing you what I was reading. 10, 14, Auntie, what does it say? Oh, Christine, I didn't look up. Christine, you're not my auntie, but somebody's auntie. What, what does it say? Are we in John or 1 John? First, no, John. John chapter 10. I oh, am the shepherd. See. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Jesus is saying, I am the good shepherd, and my sheep know me, and I know my sheep. Everybody see that? Amen. And, and, and here's Jesus going, I am a shepherd, and I know my sheep, and my sheep know who I am. That's important now. I'm going to get to that in a second. Go. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And he says, I have laid down, I am the good shepherd, and I have laid down my life for the sheep. Now, the next verse he says, I have other sheep too. They are not in this flock here. I must lead them also. They will listen to my voice in the future. There Amen. will be one flock and one shepherd. That means that he's your shepherd too. Everybody say Hallelujah. amen. Hallelujah. So here it is. He's a, Jesus is announcing that I am the shepherd and I have sheep. All right. Matthew 13, don't, don't go there. We're going to go to actually going to go to Matthew, uh, what, Matthew 25. But Matthew 13, they start to ask Jesus about the end times. And, and so what's the signs of the end times? And Jesus starts to go into well, you know, there'll be a lot going on. The weather's going to get wacky. There'll be wars and rumors of wars. There'll be famine and pestilence. And I go, man, all that stuff is already happening. Amen. Yep. All right, all right. And there'll be earthquakes. And do you know, I, I saw in, uh, this thing that two weeks ago, it was like 17 earthquakes. Wow. And I'm like, wow. You know, I mean, not, we're not getting any in Michigan yet. But, I mean, <laughs> earthquakes are happening all the time. And I think in America, we fight fatness. Mm-hmm. Don't we? we? I think we're one of the few countries that go, man, I'm getting fat. Everybody else, well, food gets kind of tricky sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think because we live in America, we kind of lose concept of the world. If we look at the world, a world scope, all those things Jesus was talking about is happening. But then Jesus goes into something. He goes, but there's, there's going to start to be a separation process that will happen at the end. And then he goes into well, first of all, I tell the parable about wheats and tares. Wheat and tares grow up together, and then in the end, he's going to take the tares, they're going to bind them up and burn them, and they're going to take the wheat, and they're going to store them in the barn. Mm-hmm. Then he talks about later, he goes, there's fish, fish too. There's a net's going to go out, they're going to pull in all type of fish. And so there's, the, the fishermen are going to sit down, and they're going to begin to separate good fish and bad fish. A separation process is going to happen. So then he, go, he goes to Matthew, and in Matthew 25, he, in verse 31, Chris, that's where we start. He says, when the Son of Man comes in his glory with all his angels, he will sit on his royal throne, and I cannot wait. And you know the real reason why I can't wait? I won't have to do this anymore. Amen. There'll be no more preaching. There'll be no more denominational crap. Everybody say amen. 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 There'll be no more division. There'll amen. be no more we're right, you're wrong. There'll be no more books wrote. Amen. Too Hallelujah. many books. Hallelujah. There'll be no more videos made. Hallelujah. You got to be careful with this online stuff because you can go online and find anything you believe. Somebody believes like you and they're going to put it online. Yep. And amen. it might not necessarily be right. 
Amen. Man, I'm going to be so happy when Jesus steps up his throne because all that goes away. Amen. It takes burden off of my life, man. Amen. Jesus, please come back, set up your throne so we can all shut up and just listen to you. <laughs> Amen. So Hallelujah. We, we can, all the questions will be answered. There'll be no more. Well, I'm right. We do this the right way. Our church split because of this. Can't Amen. wait. Amen. Now, we might be here when that happens, the way life is going. Right. Mm -hmm. And then some of us will say, well, I don't know, because they've been saying that forever. Yeah, but it, he comes at a time you think not. Mm -hmm. So I really believe that we might see it. We might. <laughs> Amen. Might see it. <laughs> if, 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 if we don't see it, you know what? Julian might see it. Yeah. Amen. 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 The crew downstairs, they might see it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Because, man, all the signs are there. And then we go, man, and he started to talk about this separation process. Chris, come on, help me out. All of the nations, <clears throat> excuse me, all the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. Okay, so he says all nations, everybody. Another good thing about Jesus coming is it says every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. Does that mean atheists? Yes. Do that, do that mean uh, 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 Scientologists? Yes. Do that mean Hindus? Yes. Do it mean Buddhists? Yes. He said all nations of the world are going to bow and confess. Yes. They're going to now see that I am the king and I'm back. And it's like, man, every, everybody's going to have to say it. Amen. Amen. And then what's going to happen? All the nations are going to come to me, and they're going to come to me one at a time. And I'm going to begin to keep that separation process. I'm going to start separating my sheep from goats. Amen. He goes, my sheep know my voice. I know my sheep. I don't know goats. Goats don't care. I was looking at it, I, I was starting to read it, and I'm like, okay, let me check out sheeps and goats. And it's some amazing stuff. Sheeps, okay, sheeps eat with their head down. They graze. Goats eat off of things that are higher. They like branches. And See, sheep, sheep are, they have the more potential to be more humble. Goats are more proud. Amen. Their heads are always up. Sheep's heads are always low. And then some people will say, well, ain't that smart? No, because sheep has the shepherd. To protect them, they're not worried. They're, their heads are down because they're humble, and they, all they listen for is the shepherd's voice. Sheep, man, are just, they're so independent, so hard-headed. This one guy said, the minute you turn your back, sheep just take, I mean, uh, goats take off. And he's like, <laughs> goats think that they're stronger and smarter than they are. They're really not, they're just, they're no stronger than sheep. But they, they like to run away. See, sheep get lost. Mm-hmm. Goats leave. Amen. See, we are sheep. And so sheep, sheep don't have horns. They're not trying to hurt anybody. Goats do. Mm -hmm. Right? I saw this thing where the, this goat was uh, uh, coming down this little pasture, and the guy goes, watch this. And the goat comes up, and he yells, ah! And the goat freezes up and falls over. <laughs> ah! And it goes like it's paralyzed, like a seizure. And he's like, that's what goats do. <laughs> when they get away, they, they think that they can survive, but they can't survive. And they're afraid. And they pass out with seizures when trouble comes. See, sheep stays with the flock, man. Mm -hmm. 
See, see sheep, they, they stay with the shepherds. Sheep stay in the house. Sheep stay together. You know, the Bible says he leaves the one, the 99, to go find one. You know why he can do that? Because the 99 will stay together. Amen. Goats go their separate ways. It's like, man, I'm like, man, what a comparison. See, because people, goats, this is what's happening now in the kingdom. People are really convinced that they don't need church. And I'm like, and, and people, or people are convinced that the church is full of hypocrites, they're full of bad people, bad intentions, they all even want money, they all, you know, they, they just do that. And I go, you are right. Unfortunately, the church is full of that kind of carrying on. The church sometimes is tore up from the floor up. Yep, amen. But it is still the place to be. Because in church, I found how to love somebody. In church, I've learned about the Lord in church. Somebody say amen. Amen. Without church, you'll never reach a destiny. It'll never amen. happen. Amen. But see, see, church gives you a chance to love somebody else because you do you all week. See, church has got so many things that's right with it. Yeah. Amen. And, and, and then here's the biggest thing. What is how you feel about the church got to do with God? Amen. Because God hangs out at the church. Everybody say amen. amen. The beauty about the separation principle is all these things are kept together. Wheat and tares, they grow together. All the fish are in the same lake. And then God knows they keep sheep and they keep goats together. People think now, because in the man, I've talked to pastors that go, man, when COVID hit, we went online. I kind of hate we did it. Because now people don't even come to church anymore. When it, people sit at home and it's still the place to be. Man, we got too many uh, uh, closet Catholics and yep. bedroom Baptists, mm-hmm. porch Pentecostals, <laughs> mattress Methodists. <laughs> Living room Lutherans. Amen. I just thought all that up myself. I just thought all that up. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yep. That's pretty good. <laughs> we got too many napping non-denominationals, man. Amen. And you know what? If you're not laughing, that's you. And this, and this, and this crap that we do here, it goes everywhere. Mm-hmm. This, this stuff that we do on Sunday goes across the country. You guys know that? Mm-hmm. A lot of people listen to us, and if you're not laughing and you're listening, that's you. <laughs> Bedroom Baptist, man, just stay home. <laughs> Don't even think I need it anymore. Look, you know how many members we got? Where are they? Where are they? They're not being non-denominationals. They're at home right now. <laughs> and it's like, man, there's churches now that are, that are just, people are there. And, and man, if they got their senses tingled, and man, if they present the right presentation, it does not mean that the Holy Spirit moves there. That's right. Amen. Really, and Amen. you know what this, this separation thing is going to do? It's going to prove my point. Because mm-hmm. what he's saying is, these are, I'm going to call, I'm going to bring everybody together, and I'm going to begin the separation process and you know what? Why? Because only my sheep will come with me. Yeah. Amen. Sheep only, they, you know why sheep don't look up? They, they keep their heads down because all they do is listen for the shepherd's voice. That's all they do. And when the shepherd goes, let's go, let's go, the sheep just start walking towards the voice. Mm-hmm. Goats just Amen. go, I don't want to go that way. <laughs> Amen. 
You know what? Sheep, they grow fur and they're sheared and we benefit from it. Amen. Amen. You can't do that with goat hair. <laughs> Ain't worth nothing. Amen, somebody. <laughs> I mean, man, sheep, see, people get stuff from sheep. Mm -hmm. Sheep help other people out. Goats don't help nobody out. He said, I'm going to start the separation process. Listen, guys, this world is not going to continue the way it is forever. Amen. And, and either this is going to change or you're going to die. And then he's going to sit there and go, do, do I hear you? Are you sick? Are you stupid? Bad. I'm a bad. Now, and trust me, growing up in the, in the hood like I did, it's like you can't be a sheep. You got to be a wolf or you got to go survive. So I bought that mentality to church, and then God finally made me see, nah, see, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sheep, man. I depend, on, I depend on the shepherd for my protection. Amen. And then the shepherd will lead me to pastures. Amen. The shepherd will lead me to clear water. Hallelujah. Yes, Goats just go, nah, I don't want to go. <laughs> and if you try to make them go, they, ah, and they fall over. They, they have seizures. I, go online, you can see these things happen. The goat will just go, ah. And just pass out. <laughs> or they'll have it. I saw this one when the goat was just in the gate, just, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm like, I would have shot the heck out that goat. <laughs> just screaming through the, ah, ah, what is wrong with this goat? <laughs> and the shepherd is right there just looking at it. <laughs> Yelling at the shepherd, see, see. The church is full of messed up people. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is going to separate that. Oh, yes. And the beauty of it, he says, I know my sheep. You can't yes. trick me. I know if you are growing fur or if you got one of them beard things hanging down. Like <laughs> Goats are ugly, man. I'm an ugly joke. <laughs> sheep are all chubby. They got the little black thing. <laughs> Goats, they come out there all like, you know, stick, stupid little horns. And if you're going to have horns, have some good ones. They got these little dumb little horns. <laughs> it's like he says, I'm going to start to separate this process of separation. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Tired of the, the bedroom Baptists, man. Amen. T tired of uh, uh, the, the pillow-hugging Presbyterians, man. Chris, come on, let me get off of that. I'm getting riled. Come on. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Sheep go on the right side, goats go on the left side. Now listen, I'm not saying this. See, because the church is so judgmental and God loves everybody. Are you reading this? He does love everybody, but he's not going to break the rules. That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, good amen. Come on, come on. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Okay, I'm glad you read all that because my screen won't change. Oh, okay. And it says, Come, you are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance now, the kingdom that I have prepared for you since the beginning of time. My, in my heart, this is Jesus, I want everybody I prepared from the beginning of time from creation of the world, I, he means I built the world for this to be the, this is going to happen. This is how I planned the world, and you guys messed it up. Mm -hmm. So now I got a chance to put it back the way I meant for it to be before the world was even created. 
Come on, come on, Chris. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. See, sister, you started doing all this stuff. Now, I got to say something before we go into this part. Because people read this wrong, and they go, so if we do these things, we gain heaven. And I go, no. No. Amen. You don't do these things to, to get saved or to gain heaven, you do these things because you are saved and you're going to heaven. Amen. See, these are matters of the heart. You know what it really says? It says the word that we got in January, the beginning of the year. It says, would you please be thinking about somebody else sometime? Amen. Sometime, can you? It, it, it says, man, you, I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. I was sick, you took care of me. I was locked up, you came and saw me. Amen. You did something for somebody else. And then, and then what happened, Chris? What did they say? Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we when see did you we hungry? When did we do that? I, I, when did we do that to you? Amen. And what did he say? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or yep. needing clothes and clothe you? Yep. When did we see you sick or in prison? The, the king will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for the least of these brothers and sisters whatever of mine. you do something for somebody else, you, you did, did it for my sake, so you did it for me. Amen. See, see, we wait for God to send down blessings where the blessing is sitting next to you. All right. Amen. But see, we got so much pride now. Mm-hmm. You, know, you heard the joke where, where, you know, the guys, it's a flood. The guy's out in the middle of the water, and a guy pulls up with a boat and throws him a thing, and he goes, no, I'm waiting on the Lord. And then the boat guy takes off, and another guy comes with a bigger boat, and he says, hey, climb in. I can pull you in. No, I'm waiting on the Lord. And it says, a guy comes up with it. It's a helicopter. They drop down a ladder and say, climb up the ladder. He goes, no, I'm waiting on the Lord. Mm-hmm. The guy drowned. Mm-hmm. And he goes to heaven, mm-hmm. and he goes, Lord, what happened? He's like, I sent you two boats and a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. The blessing is right, could be right next to us, man. But pride won't let us say it. Mm-hmm. Pride is going to be the downfall of many. Mm-hmm. Worried about how it looks. Worried about what people are going to think. Worried about just pride is going to be the, the, the downfall of so many people. It's really pride that you can't say I'm sorry. It's pride that you can't straighten it out. It's pride that you're mad at somebody at the church. It's pride that you can't, I'm not going back there. It's just pride. Amen. Pride just destroys you and it will kill you. Goat. Amen. See, goats are prideful. Mm-hmm. And then how are they going to be so prideful on this? They're not really good looking at all. <laughs> when you think about cute animals, you don't say goats are really cute. <laughs> They're stupid looking. They got these big bug eyes and their tongue hanging all out like that. <laughs> and it's like, man, it's, so, it's pride, pride. Ghosts just keep their head up as if they're something. You're not nothing. Amen. Without the shepherd, you're dead too. You're just as dead as the sheep. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's quiet. You help me out. And, and see, see here's, this is, and let me tell you, can I tell you a secret? Don't tell anybody. That's why I'm always drawn away by doing big church. Let me tell you why. 
Me and Mike, we we going to roll. I, we're in front. I'm in front of big churches, and 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 I always think this: What could I do with all this resource? Mm. Man, I could do so much with all this resource. Not just resource of money, but resource of people. Because mm-hmm. man, there's so many gifts and talents out there. You know, I would love. I mean, I would love to be able to establish another campus ministry like I did years ago. I would love to be able to go into prison again like I did years ago. I would love to be able to to create you no know, events and things that that help other people, food programs and things like that, go, visitations at hospitals and things like that. But you know why we can't do it? Because, man, every resource here just goes to keep the lights on. Just keeps me from moving away. You know why we can't do it? Because, man, we don't have enough resources for people. We don't have it. So that, I'm always drawn away. To, that's why the pool of big church won't go away. Because it's like, man, you know you'd rather do that. Because you know why? I could do more for the king. With all that resource, man, big churches got so much money, they don't know what to do with it. I was down in Texas, man, for my, my mother and my, my spiritual mom's funeral, and man, the church down there that was pretty much the host of it, they got so much money, they look for reasons to give money away. And I go, man, I don't even want to look at our books. It might depress me. I come in here, and it's like, you know, and I go, Lord, what would I do with all that? I do a lot. I won't buy a bigger screen. I wouldn't need a bigger screen. I won't go buy an office building. I, I was down in Texas, a church that's already ginormous, was building a big building. It was just their office space. Just nothing to do with your money. And I'm thinking all our money goes just to make sure these suckers got heat. I'm drawn away by big church, I really am. It's a temptation for me. But it's not because it, I, my fame, it's because of what could I do with all that? Amen. What can I do with all that? All that resource. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Keep my secret safe. Auntie, come on. I mean, Chris, you ain't mine. Chris, Christina, come on. <laughs> Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. And he goes, Okay, now, sheep, stay over here. Let me deal with the ghost. You're going to get away from me. See, you're cursed. And you're, and you're eternal fire. You're going into eternal fire. See, people think that Satan's going to be down in hell, sitting on a big throne with a pitchfork, laughing at everybody's torment. No. He says that I prepared a place for the devil and everybody who followed him. Amen. You're going to be with them. They're going to be tortured just like you. And so sometimes you got you to gotta fight the devil out of spite. I keep telling you this because he really wants you to fall. You know why? Because he can't repent. Amen. So he wants to take all of you with him. Not so he can rule over you in hell. Because if I'm going to suffer, I want all of you to suffer. <laughs> and so when you got to realize something, when you're not in the will of God, or when you're not doing the things of God, and when you are overrun by your emotions and all this stuff, you got to realize sometimes you got to fight dirty. Yeah. 
Amen. And say, you know what, dude? I'm going to serve the Lord out of spite until my heart gets healed. Amen. Until my mind gets right. I'm preaching way better than Amen. Until I, my thoughts get back together, until I can get back to church, until I can have somebody pray for me, I'm going to fight you with everything I have because really you've already lost and you want me to lose too. Amen. Amen. You got to fight him out of spite sometimes. Mm -hmm. See, if your heart don't hold, if the word don't hold, if you living for other people don't hold and you don't care about yourself, then at least you can fight him because you know he wants you to lose because he's already lost. Amen. And he wants to take you with him. Amen. Amen, somebody. Amen. Fight. Next verse. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was hungry, you didn't give me anything. Come on. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. You didn't give me nothing to drink when I was thirsty. Come on. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. You didn't know me, and you didn't even care to know me. Come on. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. You saw I was in bad shape. I didn't have nothing to wear. You didn't care nothing about it. Come on. I was sick and in prison, and you did not look after man, me. Man, I was sick in the hospital, and man, at the time I got locked up, and you didn't even come see about me. And I go, man... That's modern-day Christianity. Amen. Just don't care about nobody else. People aren't being saved under your watch because you just pray for you all the time. Amen. I tried to say that as nice as I could. <laughs> my mind always goes to my mom who just prayed for me all the time. Just all the time. Just throwing oil all in my room and <laughs> putting it on my doorknobs. Like, what is on my doorknob? My mind went crazy. You know why? It wasn't going to let me go to hell. Amen. Amen. So you do Hallelujah. that. No, I know what we do. This is what we do. We talk to somebody one time and they reject you and you go, well, I tried. I'm trying to get away from this. I'm like, okay, Lord, we get it. We get it. We get the point. And then and I always hear the Holy Spirit go, are you in charge or am I in charge? You say what I tell you to say. Amen. I put this church there for a reason, and it's not accomplishing the reason. Oh, yeah, it survived. Yeah, it stayed together. Yeah, I, you know what? People in there love me. But what are they doing? And I go, nothing, it's obvious. I mean, I love them. I'm not planning on leaving them unless you move me. But I mean, they ain't doing nothing. This church ain't. You know why? Because if everybody just reached one person, we'll double in size. I won't have to keep teaching to 40 people. Amen. When other people go, man, dude, I wish I could come tell your ministry. They're so blessed to have word like that. And I go, man, don't tell me that. And then I have people go, I don't know why you stay there. You know what kind of more stuff you can be doing? And I go, man, I don't, I don't want to listen to that. Because I'm drawn away by that. Amen. I love them. They love me. I am the shepherd of that place. Amen. And I'm going to keep teaching the sheep, man. Jesus says, Peter, do you love me? Yeah, teach my sheep. Don't worry about the rest of that. That's what I try to do. But I'm not pastoring no goats. 
I'm not chasing no goat. If a goat take off, I just let it run. <laughs> I'll be thinking this, though. That goat ain't going to survive one day out there. Mm -hmm. Amen. Because goats are really no tougher than sheep. But they think they are. Right. And they think they can survive on their own. Sheep go, I ain't going nowhere. Wherever he goes, that's where I'm going. Wherever he takes me, that's where I'm going. Wherever his voice carries me, I'm listening only to that. That's what sheep do. Amen. Saw this one video of the guy, he just started clicking, he did some kind of clicking thing and, and he started whistling a little bit and he, and he started, the sheep had name. He started naming the sheep Sebastian and you know, whatever, he had these weird names. They were like <laughs> Irish or something. And man, all the sheep just looked up for a second and they just started following. Goats would go, I'm not going that way. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. And, he's, and, and I'm going to make you go this way, goat. And the goat would just go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Stupid little goat, man. <laughs> Worthless. Man, you some goat's milk? I don't want no goat's milk. You little stupid horns. You think you're tough? You think you can survive without the shepherd? Amen. He says, you didn't do anything for anybody else. And, and the thing is, this is not salvational. It's the result of being saved. It's, 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 this is what happens to you when you really encounter Christ. You begin to, like sheep, just depend on the shepherd. And then you start to do other things for other people, not to gain heaven, but because you're going. Amen. So, man, I want to do big churches. I could do so much. When I had resources, I did a lot. We took campus ministry across Michigan and into Ohio. We had youth ministry that had grew, and we had the biggest and best youth ministry in Detroit. Why? I had resources. Now, we just keep the doors open. We just keep me from moving away. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying, are we going to do, guys? Amen. Are we sheep? Where are we going? Because we're going to be separated. Amen. And he knows the difference. Everybody say amen. amen. People straggling. You know, people get there when they get there. Or something. Oh, I got other things to do. Oh, man, we got some pillow Pentecostals, man. Hungover holiness people, man. <laughs> just living life the way they want just man we come to church once a week and I can't get you guys in here all of you who's in here I ain't talking to you Chris come on they also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and did not help you? When did we see you like that? If we would have saw you, we would have helped you. Right. See, because we, we want the appearance of, we want the form of godliness. If I would have saw mm -hmm. you in need, God, then I would have helped you. I, never, I didn't see you in need. Mm -hmm. What did he say? He will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. You just didn't care about nobody else, man. All you cared about, and every time you came 
to me. It was only about you. Every time you talked to me, it was about your kids, your marriage, your money, your job, your sickness, your pain, your uncomfortableness. You know what I realized? We just need to make kids uncomfortable. Man, man kids hate being uncomfortable, don't they? Man, that's so spoiled. <laughs> just don't never want to be uncomfortable. I told Julie the other day, my poor son, I'm like, dude, sometimes I just want to, I just make you uncomfortable. Because you hate to be uncomfortable. And that's not life, son. And you know what? It's my fault and it's your mom's fault because we created this environment for you. But if I'm going to prepare you for life, you got to be uncomfortable sometimes. Amen. You know, sometimes I'm going to say, no, you're not getting that. When I know you can have it, no, be uncomfortable a little bit. <laughs> Amen. Dad, I don't want to go to orthodontist. You going? We got like 10 grand in your mouth, dude. I'm going to knock your teeth out. <laughs> be uncomfortable. Amen. I got to get my blood drawn. Yes, stick a needle in him right now. <laughs> Make him uncomfortable for me. Amen. See, because the world's not comfortable and it's waiting on you, dude. Mm -hmm. And you're going to go out into the world and be uncomfortable and won't know what to do. That's right. Amen. Stop making your kids so comfortable. I don't know why I went this way. Amen. So easy. Life's so easy. So about me. Mm -hmm. So being uncomfortable Sometimes it's just this. It's not about you. Amen. And it makes us uncomfortable because we're thinking about all the stuff that we got, but yet and still, Ukraine is in war right now with Russia. Russian people and Ukrainian people are losing family members in groves. And then, man, they're driving tanks down streets and families can't find each other. And, and then I'm like wondering what they're going to eat tomorrow. Mm. And I'm going, man, this is so bad. This is really bad. It bothers me. Yeah. But Keenan, what about all the stuff you got going on? What about it? <laughs> I'm going to depend on for the shepherd for that, man. Just, man, God, if I had resources, what could I do? I won't buy a bigger house or a better truck or what would I do with all that resource? Mm -hmm. We can't, we can't, we, we try. We got people that we send money to. And Sam said something the other day, man, you know what? I'm going to, you know what? I'm just going to trust the Lord. And if we need to give some money, we're going to give it. And I go, there you go, Sam. Yeah. We got to plant seed like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Church got to plant seed also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going to let it, God to keep it open. Yeah. If we don't help somebody else, we're going to be separated, man. We're going to be on the wrong side. And what he's saying is, you know what? That's not how you gain me, but because of me, you should have been doing that. Amen. Come on, come on. Chris, almost done. Then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. So it's simply this. Then they will go to eternal punishment, and the righteous will go and live the life that God has planned for them. Amen. So we got tares and wheat grow up, separate. Fish get caught in the net, pull it to the shore, separate. And then he says, man, I got sheep and I got goats. I'm going to separate it. Amen. I hope you're buying, man. I hope, you, man, I hope you're doing it, man. man. I hope you're real fluffy. 
And then you shave them, they look like little twigs. It's like, <laughs> I thought that thing was big. No, it was just the fur, man. I'm growing all this fur for somebody else. I grew all this so somebody else can have it. I'll sacrifice this, cut it all off me, and give it to somebody who needs it. That's what sheep do. You know what goats do? Man, we ain't got no fur. We ain't got nothing you want. Hallelujah, somebody. We don't do nothing for nobody. All we do is care about ourselves. We don't even care about the shepherd. We, we wish we weren't here. And everything that I saw, ghosts and sheep were kept together. Same pen. Then he starts talking to sheep and just start following. Ghosts are standing there. Shepherd went over, tapped the, sheep, the goat to try to get it to move. Goat passed out. Wow. What are we doing? The kingdom of heaven is like yeast. And you take a piece of that yeast and you put it in something and it expands. The kingdom of heaven starts out really small. It's like a seed. And then you plant that seed and it grows. And it grows to the biggest tree you can see and then birds come and lodge in it. The kingdom of heaven is a treasure that's hidden in the field where the man sold everything he had just to get that one thing. teaching you guys everything that I know. Why? So you can be fruitful. So you can, so you can bear fruit. What's, 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 what is fruit? Galatians 5. The fruit of the Spirit produces in a person's life love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. It don't mean you're going to do this all the time, but it means you're in constant strive of all those things. That's what I'm trying to teach you. Why? So people out there can find Jesus. How? Through baby Jesus. The last thing Jesus says before he was taken in heaven was go into the world and tell them. Somebody told you Go into the world and tell them. I'm not buying any ads. I'm not doing any jump houses and giving away hot dogs. I'm not, doing I'm not putting up signs pointing churches this way. And I'm not doing that. I'm not handing out flyers. I'm not going door to door. I'm not doing that. If we grow, it's going to be because we grew it. And we began to be fruitful. You'll never reach your potential not being here. Come on up. Bathroom bath. Mudroom Methodist. Couch Catholics. That's the new age Christian. That's what Christianity is. Unless, man, you got a presentation and it's just the place to be. 
unless, man, they got so many people there. Man, their children's ministry is so fun. The kids just love it. Unless, man, did you hear that music? Man, that music is so great. And man, I just love it. The preaching was like 10 minutes, but that music was so good. Man, I just love that just presentation. It's like going to the movies. Getting your senses tingled for a, a while in the name of Jesus. And I'm saying, okay. But you know, there's going to be a separation one day. It only those who know my voice and hear my voice and recognize my voice will be considered sheep. And the scary part about all this is when they say, man, I did all these things in your name and, 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 uh, and, and Jesus is going to go, no, you didn't. You think you can fool me? You can fool them forever. You can fool people all the time, but you can't fool me. Be fruitful and multiply. So we can get about the business of the kingdom. So here's the word for this year. Uh, just take care of my stuff. I'll take care of your stuff. So why am I not worried? Because I'm trying to take care of your stuff. You said if I take care of your stuff, you'll take care of my stuff. So you know what? I'm praying about your stuff more than my stuff. I'm trying to get wisdom on how to do your stuff more than I'm trying to get wisdom to do my stuff. I'm going to just be a sheep and keep my head down and just listen. You say something, you say something. We going that way? Okay, I'm going. That's what sheep do. So I know I grew up a wolf, but I learned to be a sheep. Somebody say in Jesus' name. We got a really good church, man. We really do. We teach the word. We figured out how to love. We keep judgmental and stupid things out of here the best we can. When someone looks at you, they genuinely care about you. They, our hugs are genuine. We're not trying to do something we're not. We're, I'm not trying to grow this big church or, you know, we don't squander money. We got no under-the-cover deals that you guys don't know about. It's a good church. Let's prove it. Come on, let's take communion.